I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. I do not pay much attention to what anybody else is doing. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work on Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days, because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know, I'm 100 percent substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that work on your game live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer. But those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face to face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd and work on your game live. Go to work on your game live to get all details, register your seat and I'll see you in Miami. That's work on your game live. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the Branding and Business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and You get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on their game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one on one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one on one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, strategies, principles, philosophies, mindsets, a bunch of books, and this daily masterclass that is called Work 
on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how you can avoid shiny information syndrome. Yes, this is a shiny information syndrome, not shiny object syndrome, shiny information syndrome. This is a new one. I made this one up. So if you use it, make sure you credit me or you will be hearing from my attorney. So all that said, before I get started, actually, as a matter of fact, I have a daily motivation text that I send out every single day to everyone who is in my texting community. If you would like to receive that daily motivation text, you just have to join my texting community. And the way that you join my texting community is just by simply sending a text message to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my number. Text me right there. Once we confirm that you are who you say you are, then every day you're going to get my daily motivation and you can engage with me there because I do respond to text messages and I do send other stuff besides daily motivation there, but you got to get in the text community to find out. So just text me. It's free. Normal text message rate, rates apply. And that's that. So just text me at that number. So now this topic, shiny information syndrome, as I told you, this is a new one that I made up. Shiny object syndrome we all heard of, right? This is the new version. All right. This is the information superhighway version. This is the thought leadership 24-7 news cycle version of shiny object syndrome because we used to go chasing around objects. Nowadays, we go chasing around information because now we're on our smartphones and on our computers and we're interconnected all day. So it's more the information than the objects that are distracting us so much these days. Now, I'll explain what that is and I'll explain what that is. And my aim for this masterclass here is to make sure that you do not fall victim to any kind of shiny syndrome, whether we're talking objects or information, or if you are already a victim, then what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you some, I'm going to give you my, this is the knowledge version of ivermectin. Okay. I'm going to give you a treatment that will help you get out, get, get out of this virus, get out of this disease that you have of shiny information syndrome. So with all that said, as long as you agree to the terms and conditions, let's get into it. Point number one topic, once again, is avoiding shiny information syndrome. First of all, let's get a definition of shiny object syndrome so that you know, we're on the same page and I'll draw the parallel to information syndrome. Shiny object syndrome is the situation where people focus all their attention on something that is current and trendy, yet they drop that thing as soon as something new takes its place. In other words, every time something new gets put in front of this person, they go run into that thing and that thing and that thing. It's kind of like a squirrel. Uh, yeah, they see some food over here, they go to that. Then they see some other food, they go to that. Then they see something else and they go to that. Or you no know, certain dogs, they're like this as well. You you can distract them on one object, and they lose their focus as soon as you show them something else. And some of us human beings, we are becoming these type of people. And again, that shiny object syndrome and shiny information syndrome works pretty much the exact same way, where we keep changing our minds and shifting our focus every time we hear some new information that catches our attention, or seems to be a better or a shinier idea than what we were previously working on. That's shiny information syndrome. And I think I'm probably talking to some people directly right now when I mention shiny information syndrome. Some of you are victims of this shiny information syndrome. You are listening to this person and you're hearing what they're saying on the subject. Then before you go act on what they told you, you go say, well, let me see what anybody else says about it. And then you hear two or three or 10 other people talk about it. And each one of these 10 people has a different idea on the exact same, exact same topic. And now you have what they call analysis paralysis because you can't move and decide what to do because you got different information from so many different people. You can't decide who to trust, who to listen to, where to actually take action. And now you get stuck. This is what happens when you have shiny information syndrome. It doesn't actually make you do more stuff. It actually makes you do less to the point that you do absolutely nothing 
because there is too much information bombarding you at all times. And being that there are more, there is more information being put out into the world, being published into the world than you have the capacity to consume. This is why shiny information syndrome is a deadly disease. It's a deadly virus. The reason why I call it deadly is because if you try to take in all the shiny information that's being put out into the world, eventually you will die before you actually take any action. So it is literally deadly. The information itself doesn't kill you, but the paralysis of the information slows you down and stops you from taking action. Eventually, life kills you while you were trying to consume the information. So it is, in an indirect way, a deadly virus. You see what I did there? So this is what shiny information syndrome does. Every time we see something that's better or shiny, we go run into that. Now, I came upon this concept of shiny information syndrome because I was actually talking to a business colleague of mine and we're doing some business together and they were telling me, well, they were off consuming some information. I had nothing to do with whatever they were consuming. I didn't even know they were consuming information, but they reached out to me and they said, well, Dre, look, I just came across this thing that XYZ person did, person I had never heard of. And it doesn't mean that person's not good because there are a lot of people who are good that I've never heard of simply because I am on an information diet. I do not, my, my information, it's not even a diet because diets end. My information lifestyle is that I only take in certain information from certain individuals because I've decided this is, the, this is where I'm getting my information from on this, this subject, only from these few sources. And I'm not listening to anybody else simply. And that's my, my diet, not my diet, excuse me, my information lifestyle when it comes to information I take in. This individual person, I don't know what their lifestyle is. I don't care. But they came to me mentioning some person I never heard of. And this person had some process that they had utilized to, they came up with some idea, they built this audience, they put out a product and they made a whole bunch of money. All right. Now you could swap in. There's like a thousand different people whose names you could pop into that who have a story like that, right? Everybody has that story. So this person had their story. They put it out. Somehow this colleague of mine came across this person's story and they're just selling me and selling me and selling me on how me and them, me and this person, my business colleague, we should work together and actually follow this individual. It was a man. I will say that we should follow this guy's process, whatever it is. And this person telling me, all right, first we got to do this. Then we're going to do this and this and this and this and this. And what do you think about this? And they're just so gung ho on the whole thing. And I sent them a message back and I said to them, I said in much fewer words, I'm going to articulate in full, full context here today. I said to them, look, I'm sure that this person is great. And I'm sure that everything that they're telling in their story of how they made all this money with this launch and it was so simple and it's just eight steps and whatever, you know, the shit these people said. And I said, I'm sure that what they're saying is 100% true. And I'm sure they made all this money. Maybe they're even being modest. But the problem is, I didn't even say problem. I said, the challenge is I, we, me and this person, we cannot go and you know, change our whole process or go and do something different every time we see somebody else come out with some story of how they made this much money doing this thing. Because literally every person who's in the digital marketing slash thought leadership slash intellectual property space has a story of how they did so great doing this thing and that thing. If you just follow their process and you just buy this product and just get into their challenge and get on their email list, all of a sudden the money's going to start falling out the sky. And I said to this person, listen, we got to make sure we're not falling into. Well, I said, I'm not falling into it. I don't give a damn what you say, but you need to make sure. And I told them, I said, as far as I'm concerned, anytime you're talking to me, you got to make sure you're not falling into shiny information syndrome. So I kind of just stumbled upon it by listening to them talk because they're telling me about all this information because this person wasn't selling an object. They were just selling information. So I said, we got to make sure we don't get shiny information syndrome here. Just listening to and going and running and doing every single thing that we hear another person doing. And then when I said that, I said, damn, that's a good idea. You know, I need to talk about that 
to a wider audience. So here we are talking about shiny information syndrome. If any of you listen to the show often enough, you'll notice that a lot of my topics that I get on this show just come from my everyday life, just things that happen and things that people say and things that people do, things that I say and do. And then I say, you know what? That's a good idea. I shouldn't limit this idea to just the exchange between me and this one person. I need to share it with the whole world. So this is basically what I do. So if you want to know what goes on in my life, just listen to my show because I'm eventually going to make a topic about it. So not everything, but you get the point. So this is how I came across this, by a business partner of mine just shotgunning ideas about different things they heard from different people. We could sell all this stuff. And it was starting to become annoying because I could see that this person wasn't really, because I, they were really excited about this, but I was not considering doing any of the stuff that they were talking about because they just kept throwing more stuff at me. And that's when I came up with this the shiny information syndrome. And I said, all right, let's just get this to the whole world so everybody gets it. So now y'all know what it is. Y'all know where it came from. Now let's talk about where it's going. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to avoid shiny information syndrome. Number two, simple way to avoid SIS, SIS, shiny information syndrome, is to decide. And the word decide, the root word of it is incision. Well, decision comes from incision. Incision means to cut off. What is cut off? It means you are you're limiting your you're limiting your supply. It's to decide what your progress process rather is going to be. Decide what your sources will be, and then decide how you will execute. And understand that word decide. I used it three times there. So when I say decide, what that means is you're cutting off other options. All right, this is the process that I'm going to follow. I'm going to do things this way. All right. These are the sources from which I'm going to get my information. I'm just getting information from these sources. I'm not listening to any other source. And then this is the way that I'm going to execute. I'm not going to change the way I execute because this person over here said they made no 700,000 on their launch. I'm not going to change my process because this person said, if you're doing it this way, you're wrong. I'm not going to change my process because this person next door, all of a sudden, everything's working great for them and they, they can't stop talking about it. This is the way I'm doing things. These are the decisions that I'm making. And this is what I'm sticking to. This is my plan. This is my process. Understand something, everybody. Professionals make these decisions up front and they stick to these decisions. They decide on their process, their sources, and their strategy for execution. They make decisions on this and they stick to it. They do not get distracted by what everybody else is doing. And some of them, some of them are able to look at what everybody else is doing, appreciate it, but they don't go changing their whole thing just because they saw what somebody else did. And others who may not have such willpower or such capacity, you know what they do instead? They say, you know, I'm just not even going to pay attention to what anybody else is doing. So that is impossible for me to get distracted by somebody else's, you know, getting involved in somebody else's business. One thing that I told you, one of my secret focus hacks, one of my secret focus is really a strategy. You can call it a hack or a strategy. Actually, it could be either one. One of my secret focus strategies, we'll just call it that for now, is that I do not pay much attention to what anybody else is doing. If you want to have more attention for yourself, more mental energy for yourself, more capacity to focus on your own game, stop looking at what everybody else is doing. I told you this in episode 802, how to pay less attention to what others are doing. And sometimes you can pay none. This is one of my best strategies for focus is just I don't pay attention to other people's stuff. If I'm following you on Instagram and I never like one of your pictures, it's not because I don't like your posts. It's simply because I don't scroll down the feed. I do not look at what everybody else is posting. 
I do not read what everybody else is writing. I do not look at what somebody's posting on their story. I don't watch a bunch of other people's YouTube videos. I look at specific stuff that is specifically to serve whatever I happen to be looking for in that moment. If I'm subscribed to somebody on any platform, I'm not really consuming a whole lot of their stuff. If I am consuming somebody's stuff, I'm going to tell y'all how I do so. Here's my strategy. If I'm consuming another person's material, it's only because I'm looking for either one of two things. In a rare case, I'm consuming somebody's information to get some entertainment. There are very few pieces of material that I'll take in just for entertainment. I might see a YouTube video pop up on the, the feed that just looks interesting or it looks interesting. It might be funny or something like that. And I'll say that or I'll watch it just for entertainment purposes, just to waste the a little bit of brain cells for a moment. There are, I say the only podcast that I listen to for entertainment purposes, only two. I listen to Bill Simmons because he's my favorite sports writer. He doesn't even write anymore, but I like his podcast. And I listen to this guy named uh, Zach Lowe, who's an NBA writer. And I like listen to them talk mostly about basketball. But for the most part, other than that, I don't really consume anything else for entertainment. Everything else is there is some purpose behind it that I'm taking in some information that I may use in my writing. I may use in my speaking. I may use in my business. That's it. I don't really consume a whole lot of other people's shit. I'm too busy doing my own shit. And I'm not saying you had to do it that way. I'm just telling you how I am because I mean, you're listening to my show. So a simple way to avoid shiny information syndrome is decisions. Just keep that word in mind. Decisions. Decision meaning you're cutting off other options. You decide what decisions you're going to make and how you're going to make them. But cut off other options because if you leave yourself open to everything, then eventually you're going to drown in all the information. All right, the challenge these days is that there is too much information. You cannot consume it all. There are too many people willing to share information for you to take it all in. So the point of the decision is cutting off other possibilities. And that's how you can increase your focus. Because when there is no focus, shiny information syndrome will catch you. It will hunt you down. It will catch you. It will slow you down. It will paralyze you and it will kill you. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is avoiding shiny information syndrome. In my favorite book of all time, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, he tells you in chapter 23, concentrate your forces. The reason why is because the best and the strongest performers out there, if you really think about it, they are not the people who can do everything. They actually, we don't know if they can do everything because they never try to do everything. The best performers are those who limit themselves, decision, to what they're going to focus on, and then they just get really good at that thing. That's how they became the best at it is because they're really good as, at just that thing, whatever it happens to be. They are the people who focus their forces at its strongest point or their forces at their strongest point, And then they stay at the strongest point. That's it. They don't try to be everything to everybody. Remember that focus is a force multiplier. I told you about focus being a force multiplier in episode number 1193. Focus the force multiplier. Whenever people start, and we all sometimes make this mistake, when we start adding slashes to what we do, well, I do this, 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 and this. I do this, but I also am about this. Or I'm not just this, I'm this as well. I'm, I'm an athlete, but I'm more than an athlete. And when people start trying to be more than something, they start trying to be more than one thing. The problem is, first of all, you cannot be great at more than one thing at the exact same time. No one has ever succeeded at that. No one has ever succeeded at that. And as soon as you start trying to be other things, maybe you're really good at the thing that you're known for. Maybe you're great at it. As soon as you start trying to add other things because you don't want to be limited to just that one thing, now you are taken away from the thing that you're actually great at. Now you're dividing your focus at least a little bit into something other than what your main thing was. And it actually takes away 
from the main thing. Now, it may not show so much data wise statistically that you're taking away from it. But can we agree that when you put your full focus into something that you're going to get better results than when you're putting 90 percent of your focus and 10 percent on something else? Can we agree to that? I think we can agree to that. I told you about why I did not like the more than an athlete concept back in episode 15, 17. I don't like that concept of more than an athlete. What's wrong with being an athlete? I mean, you know how many people break their backs their whole lives just to become a professional athlete? Now we got athletes who did it. They made it. And now they don't want to be just an athlete. Well, I'm more than that. Don't limit me to just being an athlete. I thought being an athlete was a great idea. <laughs> now people don't want to be limited to that. Now we got to be, everybody got to be more than one thing. Nobody wants to just be what they are. Everybody has have slashes and be multiple things. But the 48 Laws of Power. All right, there's a book about power. If you want to be powerful, concentrate your forces on your main thing. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have skill in more than one area. Myself, for example, you're listening to a podcast or maybe you're watching a YouTube video. I write books. I do speaking gigs. I do coaching. I have courses. What else do I do? I do. I write. I have a, a lot of different things that I do, but it's all under one umbrella. The umbrella is work on your game. The main thing, my main thing is work on your game. Everything that I do goes under the umbrella of work on your game. That is the umbrella. That's my focus. Now, there are different ways of disseminating the message of work on your game, which is a book. It might be a speaking gig. It might be a podcast. It might be a YouTube video, et cetera. Now, if you can fit your stuff under an umbrella, that makes sense. You take a company like Apple. They have computers. They started with computers. And then I don't even know how they would describe themselves. I guess if we asked Tim Cook or if we had asked Steve Jobs, they would be able to articulate this. I can. I don't work for Apple, so I don't need to. But one of them probably could. But they have the phones now. They have the computers. They have the tablets. But they're still pretty focused. They're pretty focused that they create these devices that basically get their tentacles around our entire lives. And we're connected to them and we're going to stay connected to them for the rest of our lives. That's what their company's about. Now, again, they could articulate that in a much sexier way than I just did, but they know what they're about. They concentrate their forces. You need to be doing the exact same thing. Best and strongest performers all do this. And when people purposely, they don't even realize they're doing it, but they purposely start doing different things. If you're an athlete, you also want to be a social activist. Uh, those don't fit under the same umbrella. All right? They just don't fit, all right? no matter how much you want to try. When you start doing other things, you are taken away from your main thing. Doesn't mean you can't still be good at the main thing. Doesn't mean you can't even still win at the main thing. But are you going to get your best possible results out of it when you're doing other things in addition to the main thing? The answer is no, you will not. Remember that focus is a force multiplier. The longer you stay focused, the stronger you get, period. That is just a, a scientific law. That's a law of physics. Many people never realize their full strength, nor do they maximize their potential in life simply because, not because they don't have game, not because they're not good, not because they don't understand what to do or how to do it, it's simply because they try to do too many things and too often they are changing their program. They don't get the force multiplier of focus because they never stay focused for long enough to get the full power of the focus. So decide on a program and stick to it. If you need help doing this, get help. My coaching program, Third Day Mastermind, will actually help you with this. I help people get focused on first, let's get clear on what the strategy is. Then let's get clear on how you're going to be held accountable. Then let's get clear on execution and stay focused on the main thing. Y'all have all heard the phrase, keep the main thing, the main thing. That's what we're talking about here today. Let's recap today's class, which is how to avoid shiny information syndrome. Everybody's heard of shiny object syndrome. Now we're talking shiny information syndrome. This is your vaccine for taking in too much information and you don't need to get two shots. You get one shot, takes 20 minutes and there are no possible side effects. Point number one, definition of shiny object syndrome, situation where 
People focus all attention on something that is current and trendy, yet drop this as soon as something new takes its place. This works the exact same way, information syndrome. We're always changing our minds every time we see new information or we hear some new idea from somebody. The challenge is these days, everyone is sharing new information and new ideas every single minute, literally every single minute. You do not have the capacity to take it all in. This is why you got to make decisions on what to cut off, which leads us into point number two. This is a simple way to avoid shiny information syndrome is making decisions, meaning cutting off every other possibility aside from what you have decided that you're going to focus on, how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, where you're going to do it, with whom you're doing it. The challenge these days is with all the information, you can't take it all in to decide and discern what's worth it and what's not. There may be some really, really good information out there that you are completely ignoring. And what I say counterintuitively is that's a good idea. All right. There may be some really good information out there I have no idea about and might even help me if I was to use it, but I'm not going to go look for it. Why? Because every time I take my focus away from what I'm doing and the sources that I've decided on, I am dissipating my focus. And when I dissipate my focus, I dissipate my force, which means I can never get to full strength of what it is that I'm doing. Focus is your vaccine for shiny information syndrome. Point number three, 48 Laws of Power says, concentrate your forces. The best and strongest performers are those not who can do everything or even try to do everything. They're those who know where they're great and they focus on that point and they stay focused on it and dominate in that space, or at least they work on dominating in that space. Many people never realize their full strength or potential because they are trying to do too many things at once, not because they're not good, not because they're not capable. It's just they're trying to do too much. Stop trying to do too much. Decide on the program. Stick to it. If you need help with it, if you need help getting clear on exactly what your strategy is, the accountability for sticking to that strategy and execution, then you might be a great candidate to work with me one-on-one in my third day mastermind. Click the link down below in the description, set up a Zoom call with me. We can talk about it. And also my group program should be open by the time you are watching this video or listening to this episode. If not, stay tuned. It will be. And anyone who wants to receive my daily motivation text, that'll help you stay focused, sharp, and on point with a quick message every morning straight to your phone. Send me a text at 305-384-6894. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp focused and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.